Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a pretty wild day for headlines today, uh, building a big wall of worry here for our market. So we're going to jump right into today's podcast. This weekend, we learned of the death of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, which has opened a new avenue, some might see this as surprising, for a wall of worry for this, uh, for this market here. Democrats now are strongly opposing Trump's ability to appoint a new Supreme Court judge ahead of uh, the election. While this is unquestionably within the rights of the Trump administration to do so, the Dems have, have started to say nothing is off the table in terms of stopping the Trump administration from appointing a new judge here ahead of the election, which is starting to sound like we could get another possible impeachment attempt, uh, either against President Trump. They have also said that it could, they could try to impeach U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr. Um, it's pretty interesting to see, pretty funny actually, that just a few years ago, there was a video going around today of Democrats on record saying that, of course, it's within the president's constitutional right in an election year that they can appoint a Supreme Court judge. Of course, the difference here is who the president is. So the question for the market, though, is how far are the Dems willing to go to stop this from happening? Uh, You've probably seen that it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's apparent dying wish that the seat would not be filled until after the election. Now, I don't like disagreeing with somebody who's no longer with us, but this is an important note. And probably one of the most important points about this is that that seat is uh, for the Supreme Court is not. Her seat to fill. It is not Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat, so to speak. This is not a monarchy. We don't live in a monarchy. Justices cannot pass down their seat to an heir. That's not how this works. This is the seat of the American people and should be filled according to the rules of the Constitution, which, again, is within this administration's right to do so ahead of the election. Uh, so one other area that, that kind of overlaps here with this is stimulus talks with Republicans and Democrats already at a stalemate on deciding the next round of stimulus. And now all of the focus is going to be turned toward this Supreme Court justice seat. Who knows if they will be able to find the time to work out the next round of stimulus talks. And I think our market was showing us quite a bit of that today. A little uncertainty is looking for the next round of stimulus. And of course, this just adds to the volatility ahead of being an election year. Um, Also, we're starting to hear more and more now. This election will not be decided on November 3rd. States using mail-in ballots have already said that they will accept votes that come in after Election Day. So we won't know the outcome. They're already preparing us for this, that we won't know the outcome of this election for possibly weeks after Election Day. And the market certainly doesn't like it here. It's the uncertainty that really... uh, drives the market towards volatility here. Next up for our wall of worry uh, is from a report that came out this weekend by the International Consortium of of Investigative Journalists. Now, that is a name that you might recognize here. They did some tremendous work on the Panama Papers, exposing corruption of offshore, uh, the offshore financial industry, showing how the wealthy illegally exploit offshore tax advantages. It was a huge deal when they did this for the Panama Papers. Their reporters um, in some countries 
were sought after and actually killed. Uh, some great documentaries out there about the Panama Papers. But now they're back at it again with another huge piece here. Uh, with the help of a surprising source, actually, BuzzFeed uh, was mentioned in this as, as obtaining some of these leaked papers. Uh, but the piece was published this weekend and exposes how major banks allowed trillions of dollars to be laundered through their systems for criminal networks all over the world. So the initial report that came out this weekend is about five global banks. These are J.P. Morgan Chase, HSBC, the Standard Chartered Bank, Deutsche Bank, and the Bank of New York Mellon. This is, could has potential to be a really big piece here, and it certainly didn't help our markets today after that report was released. The uh, financials were hit hard today. J.P. Morgan, actually, I mean, for... How big of a piece this could possibly be it was only down just over 3% on the day, but Deutsche Bank was down over 8% uh, at the close, was down as much as 10% earlier in the day as well. Uh, and then next up for our, for our wall of worry, a little bit of a smaller piece of news here, but interesting. Today we learned that the CEO of Nikola, which is an, an electric vehicle company uh, seen as a competitor of Tesla, their CEO, Trevor Milton, will be stepping down as the CEO. This is coming just after uh, a couple weeks ago, GM announced a major partnership with Nikola. So to us, that means the entirety of GM's ability to uh, do due diligence, to perform research must be questioned here. And it has a lot of people questioning uh, how Nikola went public. It's a, it came around as an SPAC, which stands for Special Purpose Acquisition Companies. It's been a really popular way uh, for companies to IPO this year. It's also known as a blank check company. And it is a bit controversial uh, due to the, some of the lack of regulation and how these companies go public. Uh, but we'll see how that plays out for the SPACs. Nikola was down nearly 20% today. GM also down nearly 5% on that. And then lastly here for the wall of worry headlines. And then I'll cover in today's podcast. We do cover these in our daily VRA updates. So if you want to check it out, uh, we have a two-free-week trial right now going on at VRAinsider.com to see all of these. Um, but the last one here, and a pretty big one that we're starting to see bleed over into the U.S. headlines, is uh, talks about another form of lockdowns being enacted in Europe for fear of a second wave of coronavirus infections. Now, it's getting hard to keep track of what exactly a second wave is. Uh, seems like this could be the third, fourth wave compared to the way that they've been saying it. It's at least the third, fourth, or fifth time they've used that term since midsummer. The fear of a second wave. So whatever they want to call it, we see this as fear mongering. Uh, it seems that Europeans are starting to feel that way as well. We saw a, another weekend of protests taking place against lockdown restrictions, against mask mandates. Uh, taking place in London, Madrid, other parts of Europe as well. So hopefully they stay strong, continue to show their government who they are truly accountable to. And of course, that is the people. Looking at our markets on the day now, we did get a sell-off. Uh, it was it looked ugly, especially at the open of the day. But we got a pretty strong close into the finish here, finishing well off the lows of the day. Uh and saw some, some reasons here that we could see a turnaround Tuesday tomorrow. The NASDAQ led the way today, down 
just 0.13% well off the lows of the day to 10,778. That's what we want to see. Tech is our market leader and the semis lead tech. The semis finished about flat today. We're able to get, excuse me, just about positive right at the close today. So seeing this sector or the NASDAQ and the tech sector leading the way is a bullish sign here. We were followed there by the S&P 500 down 1.16%. Uh, just about it, finishing at its highs of the day, though, to 3,281, followed there by the Dow, down 1.84% to 27,147. And then lastly here, the Russell 2000 was our biggest loser on the day, finishing down 3.35% to 1,485. A few other notes on our market here today. The VIX uh, was much higher earlier in the day, up over 15% at one point in the day, hit a high of 31. But as we got our rally into the close of the fix, the VIX did finish well off the highs of the day at 27. And our markets are now in oversold territory here. They could use a catalyst for the next move higher. As I mentioned, that's a lot of wall of worry items there that I brought up earlier and, and probably missed a couple as well. So we could use a positive catalyst for this market here. But the good news is, if, if nothing else, this is going to get the attention of policymakers. When we get a market sell-off like this, it's a great time to introduce new stimulus. As we talk about here often, no one's asking for more stimulus when the market is at all-time highs. So when we have a day like today, we saw key asset classes all lower today. Stocks were lower. Oil was lower. Gold was lower. There was no real safe haven today. I get, tech did finish, was able to finish higher but everything else sold off. It feels very much like a mini liquidation day, a sell everything day. Fear-based moves like this lower can either mark the end of a sell-off or the start of something a little bit bigger. So we'll be monitoring that closely here. But today's close, well off the lows, was important to us here and we remain bullish on this market. Looking at our internals on the day, we would like to have seen better numbers here, but they could have been worse. Advances, losing to declines, just slightly less than 5 to 1 negative on the day. New 52-week highs to lows. Uh, new lows beat out new highs, slightly less than 2 to 1 negative here. And then lastly, volume came in negative on the day as well. Looking at our sectors on the day, as I mentioned earlier, tech with a big rebound into the close, actually finishing up 0.76%. Uh, as also, uh, you know, tech leads the market, semis lead tech, semis finishing about flat on the day, well off the lows, uh, so strong action there. And there are laggards on the day, so we finished with just one out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher. Our laggards were materials, industrials, energy, real estate, and then lastly, financials there. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Uh, as I mentioned, it was a bit of a sell-all day today, so commodities saw that as well. Gold now down 2.25% to 1,917 an ounce. Silver down a big 8.44% now to $24.84 an ounce. Copper down 2.43%, but able to hold on to its $3 a pound mark at $3.04 a pound. Oil down 3.5% uh, now to $39.87 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin also down now 3.22% to $10,543. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. 
Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.